Thank you for connecting to this podcast from Faith Renewed Outreach Center. We hope that it's an encouragement to you today. For more information, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. I asked this question for the first time five years ago. Have you got your Bible? Amen. If you got your Bible, hold it up. Amen. 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 If you got your Bible and you're not afraid, ashamed of it, amen. You can hold that thing up. The forms have changed. It used to be all paper. Now it's kind of the form of the word has changed. I see tablets and phones and everything else, so it's changed. But the word never changes and it's still the same. So again, I ask this, and I'm still honored to be able to ask that question today. There's a lot of churches that begin and, and that, that, that end almost as quick as they begin, but God has been, he's been so gracious to us, and uh, he's been so good to us, and uh, so we're going to just celebrate and reflect on that today. But if you have your Bible, turn with me to the book of Psalm, chapter 1. Okay, I'm, y'all are getting there. Y'all are getting there. It's taking some of you a while. <clears throat> it's taking you a while, but you're getting there. Amen. Just three verses a day. I normally have a ton of, of Bible uh, when we preach and uh, when I share the message. And, and, but I, I took back to our AV guys today and I said, I'll make it easy on you today. Just gave them two portions of scripture. And, and uh, so uh, <clears throat> they, were, they were thankful for that. Thank you, Tim. Amen. So, uh, but again, I appreciate those guys pulling the word and uh, sharing it. And so, um, but Psalms chapter one, and again, I'm just going to ask the Lord a lot to help with this day. I just... Um, Really wanted to be what he wanted today. And uh, as we've talked about, this is his church. <clears throat> it's his house, and we want him to continue to do what he's been doing, and that's changing lives. And so uh, today, I asked, you know, I just really asked the Lord what to do, and he just kind of taken us off the parable series. We've been having a fun time with sharing and teaching, and, and he took me to this, this portion of Scripture, and, and uh, I know why he did it, and uh, because five years ago, uh, today, or actually I think the date itself was yesterday, but five years ago when this church began, this is the first portion of scripture that we went to. This was the, the, the three verses that I'm about to read are the three verses that I read in our church for the first time and, and began to share. And as I look back, uh, it just even more and more makes so much sense to why God started it there. He took us to that place. And as I look back and reflect and as I begin to see, it makes just, again, a whole lot more sense what God was saying here. And I hope we'll Get this today, and if you were here five years ago, amen, praise God for you. If you've been here five minutes, praise God for you, and we hope you'll be a part of this thing God's doing at Faith or New. But word reads like this. It says, blessed is the man. Amen. Blessing is a good thing. Amen. Blessing is a good thing. It's good to be blessed. Pastor, here's talking about the curse, but we can be blessed. God wants, and it's his desire and his purpose and plan for our life to bless you. That's what he wants to do, and that's his desire for your heart. And it says that blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its seasons." whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Come on, read that, read that, read that last part with me. And whatever he does shall prosper. That's a good word today. Let's just pray and ask God to, to help us right now as we just reflect. God, I thank you today for your faithfulness. 
Oh, God, I'm so just, I continue to be humbled and honored by what you're doing in this church, God, and in our hearts and in our lives. God, I, I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. I thank you that when I wasn't faithful, you were. God, when I missed it, you know, I dropped the ball, and when I failed miserably, you never failed us, God. You've never, Lord, in any way, God, turned your back on us. But, God, you have continued to pour grace in our hearts. You continue to extend your love in our direction. And, God, I'm so thankful. And, again, Lord, we just want to give you the glory that you deserve for what you've done in this church. God, I do thank you for the faithfulness of your people. Thank you for those who've served and who's given and who's, who's shared and who's done so much to help make this happen, Lord. But, God, we always and in every way want to reflect on your goodness and your faithfulness and your love today. And we just thank you for it all in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Look at your neighbor and say, he sure is good. He sure. And he sure is good. Amen. Oh, man, as, as I ref- again, I'm, today I, I almost pulled a stool out and was going to sit on the stool because if I didn't, I knew I'd pace because that's kind of what I do and kind of walk a lot. So I was going to try to just maybe sit down. I may do that maybe at some point in this message as we just take some time and, and look back and just reflect. But just for a few moments, I want to talk about the word today that God gave this church five years ago. And as we begin to look at the word and the scripture and how God began to uh, begin in this thing in our hearts and lives, and it's just been amazing to look. And uh, a little back and kind of reflect about what he's done. He, he's just, like I said in the prayer, he's been faithful. Man, you know, when, when we haven't been faithful, he has been. He's always, uh, he's always loved us, and he's always sent in this uh, direction, his grace toward us. And, and it's just an amazing thing. And so as I look back and uh, <clears throat> think about the scripture today, I, I ask him to just kind of help us maybe even get more meaning and help us maybe five years later to even get a greater grasp of what has been going on in our church and, and what has been taking place as we reflect and even look at the scriptures today. But I read this again three, I mean, five years ago, those three verses. And let's just for a moment, just for a few moments, break it down. And then we're going to reflect and, and watch a video and eat cake and <clears throat> take communion. It's just going to be a fun, good time. But just for a moment, let's just, let's just look for just a second. Not, not commu- cake for communion, all right? Don't get the too confused. I mean, I guess you could. I don't guess it matters. But some of y'all are like, dude, this is an awesome church right here, man. Praise the Lord, man. I'm going to start coming here all the time. But, uh, so, but <clears throat> he, he has. He's just been good to us. In the first part of this scripture, uh, we looked at in the very first verse I read it, if faith renewed five years ago, was this, it's to, 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 that blesses the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. And uh, I don't know, I've just, again, I, I think more and more and more of just have been capturing and getting a greater grasp of what this scripture means and what, what he's been saying to us through this. And as we look at the scripture, sometimes it's very easy. It's, it's very easy to sometimes look at something and just maybe kind of want to look at maybe one part of that and not the big picture. And you can take a verse like this, and, and, and people have, and churches have, and, and they've done this. And it's a little bit sad where it says to walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. And they've taken that to, as a way to maybe shun other people who are not like them. And that's tough. That's a tough place. I've seen that. And, and I, I'm thankful for the people in this church who love each other and are loving on one another and, and doing the best they can to try to, to love the Lord God with all their heart and love their neighbor. And I'm just, I get so thankful for that. But sometimes you can take a verse like that and you can look at this and say, well, that's, this is, is where I shun everyone else who's not like me, who doesn't dress like me, sing like me, talk like me, aren't like me. And so it's very easy to do that. But I don't think, well, this is what the scripture's saying. I, I believe as a church, we've seen more than ever that we're called to reach out to those people. 
It's what we began five years ago. We began to do that. When we prayed, I'll talk about those two words, faith and duty, in a moment. But I asked the Lord, and we prayed about this, and we tossed out some stuff. What's the ending part of that supposed to be? Is this supposed to be faith or new church? Is this supposed to be faith or new worship center, outreach center? What is it just supposed to be? What's it supposed to be? And, and, the, and the Lord, after prayer and just really seeking God, he, he showed us that we're called to be an outreach center who reaches out with the same grace that was extended and, and, and brought out to us. We're in that same way, supposed to extend that to others. And so that's what we're called to do, and, and we do that. So we're called to help the hurting, help the sick, and, and reach out to those who are brokenhearted and not in any way turn our hearts or our backs towards them, but supposed to reach out by God's grace that was extended to us and love on those people. It's what God's called us to do, amen? It's what we're supposed to do, and it's neat. And so I'm thankful as I reflect, and we'll see some, some of the slides in the video that, where you have been doing that. And that's just so cool, and I'm so thankful for that. But I was asking God, what is it that you really wanted to say? What is it, as we look back and even years later, what does this scripture really mean that we walk together? We come to this place where we wrap arms around each other, and we walk together. And, and because you do have to be careful who you walk with. You do. You have to. You have to be very careful who you get connected to. Now, again, you reach out to all. You love everyone. You don't judge. You share. You love. You give. You pour out. But the Bible says be very careful because blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. So what is this walking thing? What does this mean? When we look at and we talk about what does walking mean, the Lord gave me two things that what a walking is. When you walk, I just begin to think about how the two reasons that we do it. Number one is this, to get somewhere. <clears throat> Amen. To get somewhere. That's just, I, I, I tweeted in Facebook this week about gas being $77 to fill up my truck, and, and somebody wanted to add the comment that Jesus walked everywhere he went. And so, uh, <clears throat> where you at? I said, oh, there you are. Uh, <clears throat> I almost said that's not true. Bible said he rode a donkey. And uh, so I almost blew that out of the water and got very biblical. But uh, I'm such a loving, gracious pastor. I would, wouldn't do that to one of my, especially in church where everybody's here to hear See, I wouldn't say anything like that. So, but, uh, but, you know, you, you, as you look at that and reflect, the reason that you walk together, that, that you do that is because you're trying to go somewhere. And I, I'm just, as we look at this, God's calling us to be, get together on this journey and just walk together. I mean, he's taking us somewhere. He's taken us into a direction, a place. I believe he's taken us somewhere into places and things that we have yet to see. I, I believe that God has some things in store for faith renewed that right now we haven't even begun to grab concept of in our mind. And we haven't even begun to see and comprehend <clears throat> the things that God has in store for us and those things that are there. And, and so we're just, we're just on this place. And he's trying to take us somewhere. And again, I don't believe it's just trying to take us from a movie theater to this building. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's even, even the next building that he has in store for us or the next property he wants us, whatever it is. I, he's going to do those things in the physical, but he's trying to go somewhere and he's trying to take us to that place. And, and as we do this, we see that we're just on this journey together. And one of the reasons that we started this church was that we wanted to see church be a family. That's just it. We wanted to see the church be a family and just walk together. And, and it wasn't about having the best show in town. 
It's never been about having the best show in town. We want to be a church that, that represents God with excellence and, and tries to do things well, and we're faithful in what we do. And these guys who get up there and play and sing, man, they're amazing. They, they just are incredible how they use their gifts. And those who are, are at the door loving on you when you walk in, all those things that we do are amazing. But we just want the Holy Spirit to continue to lead this thing, and let's just see that we're a family. That's what he's called us to be. Just be a family who loves one another. And so when we started this journey uh, five years ago, and, and as we'll see in a second, even before then it began, but we looked back and had <clears throat> some people who wanted to meet with me. And they wanted to sit down and talk. And, and, uh, and, and you know, they're um, trying to be nice and very pastoral on the five-year anniversary. Um, they asked me things like, well, what is your five-year plan? I mean, I'm just going kind of, I, that's probably a nice way to say that. What is your five-year plan? And, and, you know, and sometimes when you're in that place, you're trying to think about, man, five years from now, dear. Lord have mercy. Hey, Jesus is going to come for five years. <clears throat> I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, some of y'all, you know, we've just been thinking that forever. And he may before the next five. I don't know what he's got in mind. But, but just sometimes you have a hard time grasping that. And, 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 and again, if, if you know me, I'm not very political. I'm not, not very good with big words. And I just begin to try to share my heart, hoping they would see that. And I begin to talk to this person. I begin to tell them, you know what we're going to do? This is our five-year plan. We're going to get together. We're going to study God's word. We're going to try to do what it said and do our best to worship God and give him the glory that he deserves along the way and just see what happens. And I was like, dude, I got him, man. This joker's coming to church. He's going to be behind this vision. He's going to... Has yet to come to Faith or Need Outreach Center. <laughs> God bless him. Lord, have mercy on her soul for that. You know, I'm just kidding. You know, some of y'all are like, oh, dear Lord. No, no, maybe he was supposed to be a part of this thing. But, you know, as you look back, what's the five-year plan? What's the next five-year plan for this church? We're going to get together. Oh, come on, y'all missing a good plot right here to say, say amen. We're going to get together. We're going to look at God's word. We're going to try to hear what he says to do and obey him. We're going to follow what he says to do. We're going to hear it, and we're going to walk in it. Now, you'll see from our next... Go ahead. That's a good place. You'll see from the next series that we're going to do, it's going to be called Be Intentional. That's what it's going to do. We're going to be very intentional in what we do. But it will never wait. There'll be never a program. There'll never be a plan. There'll never be anything that's put on this paper called an order of service where we get together and come into this place and we do that. We have a plan. We have it kind of laid out what we want to do because we want to represent God well. But in this church, what we will do is try to follow the Holy Spirit. We'll try to hear what he says to do. We'll try to do what he says to do. And we'll do that to the best of our ability. That's how we're going to continue to do that. We're just going to walk together because we're going somewhere. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going somewhere. <clears throat> so you are anyway. Amen. The second thing is this, that the Lord said when we look at why we walk, the reason we do this, the second reason we do this is we walk for exercise. That's like, okay, Lord, walk not in the council of God. What's this got to do, man? Is this starting to, so we're supposed to start the 90-day P90X fitness faith or new style, whatever, is that what we're supposed to do, God? But no, I just like, no, think about it. And so I just begin to reflect. Some of you are like, Lord, we need to do P90. All right, so, uh, <clears throat> you know, P190, P80, what, something, P5, whatever, let's just do it. But, but as we look, why do we do it? It's for exercise. And I look, begin, why are you exercising when you walk? You're exercising the heart muscle. 
you're exercising the heart. That heart gets stronger. When you get out, and it does things to the body on the outside when you exercise and do those things, but what you're really doing when you're working that cardio, when you're exercising and you're moving in that direction, it's making your heart stronger. It's doing something to your heart. And, and this is what happens when we walk together. It makes each other stronger. Come on, you got to see it. I mean, I'm telling you, you might be good by yourself, but you way better together with somebody else who you get connected with. I mean, it is huge. When you get connected with someone and you begin to walk with them, we've seen what walking together has done for us, and, and even in just our different ministries. Our men are getting together and walking with one another and holding each other accountable. And we ain't talking about laps around the parking lot. Come on. We ain't talking about that, but we're talking about walking together, getting there and strengthening one another in faith and speaking the word into each other's lives. It's what God's called us to do on this journey as we walk with him. So as we walk together in the council, of, uh, not in the council of ungodly, but we, we walk together as a church family, as we move together with one another, God's taking us somewhere. And on this journey, what's going to happen on the way? You're going to get stronger. You'll get stronger. What God would have for you today is that in this room today, that you're stronger today than you was five years ago. That's what he wants for you. He wants you stronger today than you've ever been in your life. And that's the journey we're on together. Second thing is in verse 2 is this. He says the person who delights in the law of the Lord and meditate on it day and night. Now you understand what the law is here. The law that's speaking of here is his word. It's God's word. So when you look at the scripture today, if you want to get a better understanding of that, we're not talking about just a natural law, but we're talking about God's word. So as we come together, he says that we are to delight in this. I said it five years ago. I said, we'll go to this book every week. And you know something? We have. We have. We've taken every week and we've looked at God's word. Even the times the Holy Spirit has something else in mind, I made sure we got some word in there to take home with you because it's his word that changes us. I still believe that this book holds the answer to every question you have. I believe that. I believe that in this there is a solution to every problem you're going through. I believe that in this there are answers to your relationship issues. I, I, I know that in this book, there are things that the Lord wants to say to us that are answers to your financial situation. Come on, your physical struggle, your physical problem in this book is there. It is not outdated. It's not antiquated. It's living. It's breathing. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And today, we will still. What are you going to do for the next five years? We're going to keep going to God's Word, seeing what it says, and then trying to do it. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> As I've looked back, I, I understand that it's not always popular to do church that way. I, in the natural way you look at things sometimes, I believe it'd be possible to get more people in this room at this five-year mark than what's sitting here if some of the times maybe we didn't read all of this. Okay? <laughs> there are, are just maybe the parts that just preach good. If I just got up here and all we did was we preached three, verse three of Psalm one, probably more people will come when they find out that he wants to prosper them. You mean that? Oh, he wants to prosper me? I'm going to that church. He wants to prosper me. And he wants to bring. But sometimes they don't want to hear. You don't need to be walking ungodly. There's been times I've got up here and I've shared God's word and I've, I've, I've been just to the best that I can, taught it. And again, not just picking out every little, little part, but just trying to share the word. Some of the leaderships come up to me and say, you think anybody will come back next week? 
I'm serious, man. And there's been times I've left wondering that. Man, I wonder if next week anybody's going to be here, if, if somebody's going to show back up after what I told them. But we try to teach what's in the book. We try to meditate on the Word. We try to get that in our hearts. We try to do what it says because, again, in it is everything that we need. It is the Word of God. He said to meditate on that. What else is the Word? The Word is this. The Word is Jesus. It's what it is. He said that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word is Jesus. So what are we going to do? We're going to keep meditating on Jesus. We're going to get our minds on Christ. We're going to keep thinking about what Jesus has done for us. When we take communion in just a few moments, what we're going to do is this. We're going to meditate on what he did. We're going to think about what Christ done for us, how he gave his life for us. It is his word. It, he is the word. And so within that, we're going to get our minds. So if you're wondering what's going to be next for the church, and if you want to be a part of it, it's going to be this. Jesus. Meditate on his word. Think about how good he's been. Just trying to walk together, trying to love on one another, trying to be a part of this thing that God's called us to do. And I'm so thankful for it. And he says, and this is the fun part, and I'm thankful for it. He said, if we do those things, he says, if we meditate on his word, if we get that in us, if we walk together in this way that he's called us to walk, verse 3 says this. He says, but his delight is, verse 3, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. God wants to prosper you. That's his desire. That's his plan. And he even says in this book, if we walk together in that way, if we have our minds on the Lord, he'll do that. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and say probably the biggest change in what God spoke five years ago for me personally, and I know some of you have grabbed this and you're entering this and you're walking with this with me and you're seeing this. I think for me, the greatest understanding, maybe the greatest change from day one to five year later, Mark, is what is prosperity. Okay, now there's, there's too much scripture to say that God doesn't want to bless you financially. He wants to do that. But sometimes when you just hear one word, your mind goes to a place. There's been people that have messed up what prosperity really is and what it should be. And, and sometimes we see that and we look at that. And sometimes for us, we get our minds on what prosperity is and what we think it should be and how we think prosperity should come. But prosperity is this. Prosperity is his presence. Prosperity is his presence. You know what I've seen as we look back five years ago? You know what prosperity is? Prosperity is when you go through the worst thing that you'll ever go through in your life is to have somebody put their arm around you and love you. It's prosperity. Prosperity is when something happens great in your life and God shows out, he shows up, he does something in you when you can give God some praise and you can shout and you've got somebody jumping with you and raising their hand with you. That's prosperity. What is prosperity? It's, it is these other things. It is his wanting to bless you and put something in your bank account. But prosperity is so much more. I believe as we look back, we've been prospered beyond belief. We have been, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I can't even hardly wrap my mind about how good God's been. He has been faithful to us. He has prospered this church. If you've been connected to this church, he's prospered you. He should. And sometimes you may not see it or you don't think you have. But if you'll look at the big picture, the Holy Spirit and God has prospered your life. Because you know why? Because it's right here. It's right here. 
So what's prosperity? Now I'm going to get my, my stool out and sit down or I'll keep on walking around. Wednesday night mode right here. Y'all better look out. This is Wednesday night mode. It gets on here Wednesday night, son. I just reflect. I just, I just sat down and just began to jot stuff down, this journey that we've been on together and, and for us what it's kind of looked like and how this thing's played out. And, um, and, and in this, I really believe that he showed what prosperity really is. For us, this journey began and it started, and we, we say five years ago, but it started even before then. This, I, I, I believe this journey started in heaven. Matter of fact, it did. He had a work. He had a calling. He had something that he wanted to do through this group of people that's in this room. And so I believe before even the foundation of the earth, he knew what he wanted to do here. He had a purpose. And he had a plan. He had a calling for this church. He had a calling for you if, if you're supposed to be connected to this calling and to be here today and, and be a part of this thing. This thing, I believe today, it just started in heaven. And, and we look at it and we're like, man, we started in the Camelot Cinemas and we started in the movie theater and we started there. No, I believe it started in heaven. And for me, and just, just for a personal journey just kind of that I've been on, as I look back and just kind of jotted down how this thing has kind of unfolded, as I stay amazed about how good he's been, it went from heaven and it went to our hearts. Mine and my wife's heart. I, I remember, you don't hear me say all the time and, and, and throw this around real, real lightly and just throw out the words that God said Holy Spirit said, and I, it's always when I'm connected to this book, and, and if it's outside of that book, I'm, I'm, I'm making sure it lines up with that book, and it is the Holy Spirit if I say that. I try to be very sensitive to that. But I know it was about, I guess, six years ago, maybe a little longer, when God spoke two words to my heart and in my bathroom, in the throne room of glory. Wouldn't use the restroom. Some of y'all are like, oh, dog, you didn't share that. No, I wouldn't use the bathroom. I was just in there drying off. So, uh, but he, so again, it's all good. Mental picture, mental picture. No, uh, he spoke two words, and this is clear as I've ever heard him, I heard him. He said, faith renewed. And so for us, I went to my wife, and, and we began to talk about it, and we began to pray about what, that's, what is that supposed to look like? I mean, what is that supposed to be? We were connected to another church. We were serving as youth ministry, and, and the youth pastor was like, man, what's that supposed to look like? What is it supposed to be, and how is this thing supposed to go down, and what is it supposed to do? Because we didn't know. kind of like that. It's kind of fun. Well, you don't know. You just, you just trust God. You start walking out on faith, and you just start that journey. And, and I'm telling you, if we get together and we'll walk together, if we'll continue to just trust God together, there's no telling what's the next step for us. And, and I believe it's going to be huge. But we said, God, what's it look like? And so we felt like through prayer and situations that we got clarity of what the Holy Spirit wanted us to do. And we feel like those two words were the church that we're supposed to plan. And that's what it's supposed to be, that God put in our hearts a desire and a plan to come in and be a place where people's truly, their faith is renewed. And I was like, man, God, Thank you for that. And so we just started on that journey. And so it went from heaven to our heart, and it went to our house next. And some of you were in some of those early meetings. And, and uh, as we got together and just began to just kind of plan for that and, and try to figure out what it was going to look like. And, and uh, I remember um, wearing uh, Jonathan C.O. Is he in here? Is he back here serving somewhere? I remember wearing that joker out. 
I mean, just wearing him. Still try my best to do that if I can. And uh, but just I mean, putting him through the ringer. Just we had the what for us our dining room was the boardroom. The dining room was the counseling room. Some of you sat across the table from us in our dining room and had counsel, and, and, you, and you're here today, and, and God's done something in your life. And through those times, I reflect back, and, and that, that vision that put in our hearts, some of you guys that just, who have been here and been a part of it, you just trusted that. I'm like, wow, dude, this is nuts. We've never been a pastor before. Got put in a position, was an interim for several months at the church that we were last at, and, but had never been a pastor. But you saw, and you, I believe you grabbed hold of the, the vision that God put in our hearts and desire to do this thing. And I believe you got connected way back then because you wanted to do this. You wanted to, to share the love and the grace that God gave you with someone else. I really believe that. There's some of you that have come since then, some of you over the last few weeks or months or maybe years, whatever it is, I believe you're here for that reason. And, and even sometimes when we share those words that aren't always fun to hear, but it's, it's God's word, man, you guys will go. I've seen this. You guys will take that and then go do it. I'm like, what in the world, man? This is nuts. I mean, we just share. And so we begin to do and we begin to meet. I remember getting a planning session in our living room. And that planning session just turned into a prayer meeting. As we begin to pray, God, let it be a church where hearts are changed. Not knowing what was going to happen, not knowing what was coming next, but God, let it be a, let it be a place where hearts are changed. He took us from there, and my wife was the one responsible. She, she made the call to the movie theater and, and found out there was an opening there. And so she made that, and we found out. It was just crazy how it all began to happen, and God opened up a door for us. And so what happened for us is we began to meet. We began to have our first meetings as a church officially. Our first official launch happened in February. But before then, in January, some of you may remember this, we got together and we had our warm-up service. Our practice service. We're going to have a practice service, man. I don't know how you practice Jesus, but, you know, but we're going to get in there. We're going to practice. We want to make sure we sound word and we'll try to get in there and try to see what was going to happen and figure out what we was going to do. So we had this run through service and this run through service turned into this prayer meeting. Because remember, man, this, this was a theater and a lot of things that got shown on that screen, a lot of things that happened in those seats wasn't Jesus. It wasn't the Holy Ghost, and uh, it was some spirits, but it wasn't holy. And so, I mean, I remember we talked, and we began to we began to press. They got some songs together, and I, man, we'll sing this, and we'll do this. And but I remember it turned into a prayer meeting. And I remember what happened in our home happened in that theater that day. And there was people, man, that were walking, and they were going from one theater to another, and they were praying. They were asking the Spirit of God to show up next week. We're saying, God, show up. We got to have you. We need you next week. Do your thing. And we begin to pray again. God, change lives. Change hearts. Do this in our life. And it was just, it was just cool. And so what happened was the next week we got together and God began to change hearts and lives. I'm so thankful for it. As we look back, we're looking through some of the pictures and want to be in the slideshow. We kind of got so tickled as we looked at what our nursery was. What the preschool? Some of y'all, it was funny. Y'all come to church and never took your kid to nursery. I know why. I mean, I'm serious. Some of the kids never went to the nursery until they came to this building. 
I'm serious. That's just true. But as I look back and reflect, as I think about that, I remember we were going into this theater after a full night of, of movies and popcorn and, and all the stuff that went, how, went happening, some cleaning and this kind of stuff that went on. And, and then we would walk in that place at 7 o'clock on Sunday morning to try to set up and get ready. And, man, it smelled like stanky old popcorn. <laughs> it was just some rough stuff. I remember, praise team remembers this very well because I would make my rounds. I would have my little air freshener underneath the stage. And what I would do was, some of y'all know how picky I am about stuff. I would go underneath the stage and I would pull out, sometimes I'd two-fist it. I bust out air freshener in the can, son. And I'm going around the theater. I'm walking around the whole theater praying and spraying. Mm, come on, Lord Jesus. I mean, just pray and spray. I mean, we're asking God to do it because, man, I didn't want somebody to come in yet, and it was a mixture of potpourri and stanky popcorn. That's what it. That was the result. I mean, that was the end result of it. But I remember, man, we faced challenges. We put the sound guys through so much stuff. Then, oh dear Lord, I'm I'm surprised some of them are saved today. I'm serious. Y'all know, man, some of them are saved. They, they were walking, they're men of faith. If they're connected, they, they do that because, again, what are we put this through? But, man, it was just tough, but we saw God work. We watched him move. We watched lives change. And some of you got connected with us during that time there. And, and then we were just praying, man. We, we was asking God, open up a door. Open up a door. I, we went in with this plan again. That's why I just try to trust his plan and not ours. I went in. I was casting vision to the church. Man, I believe we're going to be here about six months, about one year. Then we're going to go and we're going to get a building. We're going to do this three years later. I'm still spraying potpourri, man. <laughs> but God opened up a door. And, and, and I remember getting together and we looked at places and we would look at buildings and we'd come together and we'd pray and we'd say, God, is this it? You show us and try to help and try to help the finances so we can buy it and we can do this and that. And just a long story short, God ended up opening up a door for us to come here. And, and, I, and I still believe this, and that this is not the last step for this church, but I believe it was the next step that God had for us when he opened up the door for us to come here. And so we got together, and it was, it was nearing the end of, of 09, and, and we come, and we were like, man, we want to do this. We want to kick off, and it was our goal. We got together and talked about how we should do this and what it should look like. It was our goal to kick off this church in January of 2010 in this building. And it was like, man, you thought we can, we can do this. We can, man, we can do it, man. And how many times is it sometimes easier said than done? <laughs> Jesus. And uh, so we looked at that, but that was our goal, man. And we came together. And in the worst, most hardest month, and again, if you haven't been here with this, just try to understand what all happened to get us here. So I hope you'll, you'll bear with me for just a second. But I remember we had, we, basically it was about 30 days. We had the month of December to do this, to get this building ready. And there was a lot that was done in those 30 days. There was, there was garage doors closed in. There was a drive-through window right outside here. This was the former Charter Communications building. There was a drive-through window right outside that door. We almost kept it for drive-through giving to tithing. We almost, <laughs> we almost, we did. We talked about that. We almost kept it, but we didn't. So, but uh, we got online giving instead. We make it very easy for you. You don't have to leave the comfort of your own home to give. So, but uh, so it was just, and it was one of the things that we just began to move. And literally, there were people in those 30 days. It was in December. I mean, you know, that's the busiest month there is pretty much in a year is December. But I remember just some of you guys being so faithful and, and spending the night here. Spend the night, people coming in and, and painting and, and, and helping and doing stuff. And, and for us, it was, it was cold then too. 
It wasn't December like we had this time, man, running around in short sleeves. Man, it was cold. And I remember just, I remember that feeling of coming here and you're trying to keep costs down, not run all the heat yet. And, you know, you're just trying to be, be a good steward. It was just crazy. But I remember that. And I remember you guys being faithful. And I remember this. It was New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. The chairs, was it chairs came in and we finally got together. And in New Year's Eve, man, we got in here and was kicking this thing off on Sunday. And we, all these chairs that you're sitting in today got set up by people and we put them together and we was trying to figure out. And we were like, man, we got to make sure we have enough room for the altar. And we did. We had them come up. They were closer in the beginning. We're like, no, you got to take out a road because, man, we believe that God's going to do things in this altar. Now, I remember that setup time and that, that session where we was getting ready to do this thing again turned into a prayer meeting. I remember getting him here crying in this altar and praying and just asking God again, God, change lives here. You know what? He has. He has. He's still doing it. He's still at work. And we just continue to say, God, pour out your grace. Pour out your spirit and, and just continue to change hearts and lives. And, and I just jotted down just a few. And we, we prayed about how to do this and thought about what was the best way through a video or through testimonies or whatever. And I knew we'd be here all day. Some of you guys got testifying and... <laughs> And so I was like, try to be gracious. So uh, just jotted down some of the things that God's done. And some of you can say amen because this is some of your stories that's happened. But we've seen people delivered here. It's been so cool, man. We've seen people delivered and set free from bondages and addictions and, and the chains that have held them. And we've watched God take those things and break them off and remove them off of people's lives. And, and that, is, that takes on so many different shapes and looks so many different ways as we think back and We've seen God heal marriages. We, <laughs> come on. We've, we've seen him heal homes and, and bring families together and, and, and hearts that were broken. I've seen him mend them, and it's just been so neat. We, over the time, we've watched people who had given up on church, were sick of it, and had, had, were tired of what it looked like and what it was and what it had become, or maybe something that happened from them, and just whatever in that place, who found a church home here got connected to this family and, 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 and said, wait a minute, you know, man, we can do this. We can get together and we can be a part of something. And they get planted here and it's just so cool. We've watched God heal bodies. If you're wondering if you knew one of those churches, yeah, we are. Because again, it goes back to this book. We believe God does that and we've seen him do it. We've watched him heal homes and, and, and do financial miracles and, and, and things happen there in that way. It's just been so cool. We've watched him fill people with his spirit, yes. baptized in the Holy Spirit, come in them and, and, and just do a work in them and then be a second work upon their life and, and begin to just, oh man, just walk in that power and that authority and, and go forth and actually do what the Bible says. It's just been so cool. And the most important thing is we've seen people meet Jesus at Faith Renewing. Amen. Can we just thank him for just that for just a minute? Can we just thank him? God, we just thank you for the salvations that have happened in this church. God, we know there's many more, God, that you want to bring to your saving grace today, Father. And Lord, if they're in here right now and even in this place, they're not a part of this church family or they're not even a part of the greater family, the family of God, let them see today and understand that today, Lord, your love and your grace is extended in their direction. They can receive that. They can, they can walk in that. They can accept that today and be forever changed. God, we're so thankful for that. I mean, we've watched people be discipled and best we can. And again, we don't always get it right, but just trying to make them disciples of Jesus and, and following him. And it's just been fun. It's been good. And I just will say this. We're getting ready. I want the ushers to come around and, and get ready to pass out the uh, 
elements for communion, but if you've been a part of this thing from day one, thank you. If you've been a part of this thing from day two, year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, this is your first day. Thank you for being a part of this day. Thank you for being a part of this church. Thank you for what's happened and helping make this happen because it's been our desire is just to make Jesus known. It hasn't changed. Matter of fact, I believe we've even got a greater concept of that, and, and he's helped us in that way of what it's supposed to look like, and we're continuing to try to learn what that is. And give me one other scripture I wanted to just share, and it's Matthew 5, verse 16. And it says that to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. All right? Sometimes we get that confused. Were well, they not supposed to see them? They're going to see your good works. But I like the second part, and glorify your Father in heaven. What are we going to be about? We're going to continue to be about God's glory.